0: Weekends from
1: 11.
2: Hello, friends. What a festive weekend of shows it was. My goodness.
0: It really was. And you know, myself and Chris, we try to bring the festive cheer, even though at the best of the times, the two of us can be Grinches.
2: I don't think you and I are particularly cheery, but I think you know
0: what? All things considered. It used to be. It used to be. <laughs> Man, so, that's
2: deep, Kira. All things considered, it- though, we did actually we did actually do an alright job of being festive, I have to say. You know, of course, we because our... we were
0: chatting about North Korea and what is more festive than North Korea. <laughs> that always perks yeah. The 10-year anniversary of Kim Jong-il's death. And we talked about the things that were banned, which was basically laughing, mm-hmm. shopping and drinking alcohol, right?
2: Yes. And <laughs> having any type of fun in public whatsoever. For
0: 11 days. Yeah. <laughs> so it's lucky that Christmas is not celebrated in North Korea. I know, right? I we
2: wouldn't have any of our shopping done. It's terrible.
0: Also, I announced um, a new career move for 2022. I've decided to become a pillow fighter. This set champion. the industry
2: on fire, by the way. There yeah. was huge speculation in international media regarding this, so this has really caused a lot of headlines. Kira, you know,
0: Rachel Blackmore won RTE Sports w- Woman of the Year. Chris, <laughs> next year, watch out. I hear I'm you. Coming for that title. I
2: hear you, girl. <laughs> And then on Sunday, of course, I'm still uh, very much... You know what? I've actually decided, even though I was a little cynical when we were discussing it, I've actually decided now to root for you, Kira. I think if you you. could really get this get this moving you know it, it could be huge you know and I'd be, I'd be really excited for you and on Sunday of course we were discussing some of the new dating terms for this winter including cuffing season and snow globing and that was uh, you know Kira's always keeping me up to date on these terms because she always <laughs> seems to come across these articles about them so that was nice Can
0: you imagine how obnoxious conversations are if people use that terminology you know what I mean well actually this one guy I was seeing he actually oh, breadcrumbed me God, and this yeah. other guy he, he orbited me within an inch of my life and now now, yeah. He's snow globing me like people talk I properly. Sorry. I couldn't
2: imagine having a, an an actual sincere conversation with somebody who's not using those terms. Ironically, you know, I think I so would find funny, that a little tough.
0: The amount of times, like you know, I've been chatting to different friends and they'll say well, he's gaslighting you. Mm, like, so yeah. people now are picking up on these terms and using them, you know, in normal conversation about sure. you know relationships and interactions between people. Yeah, it's interesting. No, one
2: hundred percent. And believe it or not, on Sunday's show. Kira and I did something nice, which which is very out of character for us, but we did. For we, you? Yeah, yeah, for me. Right, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, we had broadcast coordinator Adam in the studio with us to just thank him for the wonderful job that he has done throughout the year, because he really is—he is an absolute behemoth of a man, mm-hmm. Kira. And it was nice to uh, do something like that. So listen, all of that and more. Here we go. Do you know what? I'm not this uh, this electro upbeat nonsense music. I think we should we should finally embrace it, Kira. It is the 18th of December. Hold on. Is this slightly better? There's bells, better. there's there's jingles in this. I mean it's it sounds a little Christmassy, you know. I mean it is. Probably time even Grinches like you and I got into it, you know. So hi every That's hi Kira by the way.
0: <laughs> hi Chris, how are you?
2: Uh, fine, thanks. How are you?
0: I'm delighted because unlike last year, I actually got your Christmas present sorted yesterday. So I'm very proud of myself. You cannot say anything bad about me. And uh yeah. Look who's prepared for Christmas! Hold on sister. a second.
2: Look who's prepared for Christmas. This is to okay. give everyone a little bit of context. That's because last year I collected my own Christmas present from Kira from a shop on the, something like nineteenth of January. So, you Kira, let's be Look fair. You're me, operating from a very low point here. Do you know I'm what I mean? You getting op-
0: in a month earlier. That's amazing. But anyway, that happy is true. Yes,
2: yeah. <laughs> getting it the eighteenth of December literally makes you a month earlier than last year. So, well done. You know, there is nothing more festive than the brutal nonsense of Kim Jong-un in North Korea. So I really feel that we should tell everyone about Akira. have you heard the latest? You and I have been following poor Kim Jong-un. I say poor Kim Jong-un. That's probably what choice of words. poor. Kim yeah. Jong-un. For the last few years, of course, we were following his father before him and we have this morbid fascination with him as we've yeah, called Chris, him our problematic fave in the past, uh, I believe.
0: Yeah. As this whole thing points out, though, that we've been following him for a very long time. Like... Obviously, over 10 years, because it's the 10th anniversary of Kim Jong il's death. And we were definitely talking about Kim Jong il. You the see, time we too. were following him so, before
2: his dad died, because I remember we covered the day that they got all those people to start crying in the square together. And that was in yeah. 2011, I think. So mm-hmm. we had been on it well before that. But listen, the latest in this saga is that as part of an 11 day mourning period commemorating that death, Kira, the following things are illegal. There are a few things okay, that are not so permitted sorry, for... eleven. hold up, Yes, yes.
0: They, It's the 10th anniversary of Kim Jong-il's death, the yes, former dictator of North Korea. Death. Yes, his dad's death. So there is an 11-day mourning period to to kind of commemorate that 10th anniversary.
2: Yeah, but there's certain things okay. you're not allowed to do during gotcha. the mourning period. Sorry, I just to get
0: that clear no, in my head. No, that is it,
2: I- Kiri. You are right so okay. far. So the mm-hmm. things you cannot do now for the next 11 days, if you had planned a trip to Pyongyang or the surrounding areas or anywhere in the beautiful nation of North Korea... You can now not laugh you cannot drink as in like alcohol and there is no shopping allowed for the next 11 days. There's no laughing there's no drinking and there's no shopping allowed in public whatsoever. If you display any of these things in public you will be arrested. And let me tell you something you don't want to be arrested in North Korea I don't imagine. I have never been arrested there but I would imagine it is not a Now,
0: obviously, because we're celebrating Christmas over here in this world, North Korea is probably one of the few countries that Christmas isn't celebrated at all. Okay, Mm -hmm. so it would be worse if they did celebrate Christmas and then they weren't able to laugh, um, drink alcohol or go shopping because that would basically end a lot of Christmases for a lot of people.
2: Oh sure, like I'm. If there was any Christmas shopping that needed to be gotten out of the way, people would be in a state. Like I haven't finished all of my Christmas shopping yet. If I was told now by Kim Jong Un I couldn't go Christmas shopping for the next ten days, it would totally knock my plans out. So that is the latest from North Korea. It is uh, laughing is banned. I think there's always kind of a they always frown on anything too jovial in public, but it's Mm -hmm. officially banned now for the next ten days.
0: And laughing is like an automatic response you can't help it
2: well obviously like, you just don't do anything fun or funny in public in North Korea forbidden
0: Keira. laughs are the best laughs oh
2: stop For there's nothing ba- like them there's oh nothing like God. a
0: good laugh at a funeral there's nothing like oh a good laugh in God. a church when you're not oh supposed my to God, I know. do you remember were you, when you were in class and you'd almost choke because you were laughing so much and you thought the teacher couldn't see you but she could or he could you know um, that's the best laugh when you and your mate beside you know that you're not allowed to laugh know that you're probably about to get detention or get in serious trouble, but you can't help it. Like, laughing's involuntary.
2: Oh, sure. And like, I would imagine... So here's the thing, right? Like, I even remember in school, it was a time when a, a friend and I were in, in colossal amounts of trouble. Like, it really wasn't funny. Like, it was, it was really unpleasant. And we were obviously waiting to be disciplined outside an mm-hmm. office. And we could not contain ourselves. Like, it mm-hmm. was just... Whatever it was, it's see, one of the best laughter. laughs I've ever had. No, it's one of the most... Satisfying laughs yeah. I've ever had.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And all it's that was on the line. Laughter, though. But all that was on the line was school. Can you imagine if you're in North Korea and death is on the line? I
0: know. Can you
2: imagine how infectious the nervous laughter would be? Because as you say, the higher the stakes are, the harder it is to suppress. Just mm-hmm. like me and my friend outside the office, when we were in a lot of trouble, we couldn't help but laughing. Imagine if you're in the Pyongyang Square and your friend reminds you of something funny and I. I'd, I'd be done. I know. I'd I know. be like, just execute me now. I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna start <laughs> laughing. I'm gonna roar laughing. I, you might as well just, you might as well just do it. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, that is what's going on in North Korea.
0: Solidarity the to the people of North Korea. Oh, like, listen, seriously.
2: I think as Irish people, particularly, we understand the, the joy and the ecstasy of laughing when you're not supposed to. Do you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Chris, before we go any further on the show, I have to give a big shout out and a happy birthday to my mum. It's her birthday today.
2: Oh. Big happy birthday to Kira's mom. That's exciting. Um, have you done, like, what are you doing for her birthday? Like, have you gotten? Um, oh, that's annoying. So her birthday is the 18th of December. So
0: annoying. You've oh, no idea. God, so I and dropped... then a week later
2: <laughs> is Christmas Day. Oh, that's terrible.
0: Yeah, 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 I've been dealing with this all my life. It's fine, oh, Chris, no. it's fine. So do you just um,
2: combine the present or what do you do? No. You don't?
0: No, because you need to get presents on your birthday and you also need to get presents on Christmas Day.
2: So do you just get like a crap present for her birthday and then like a nope. good present for Christmas or do you do it the other way around? Both right? good. No. They're both good. Mm-hmm. That's quite a pain, I'd like to have to do that.
0: <laughs> anyway, happy birthday. You
2: know, Kira's mom. You're born on a very inconvenient date. Like there's, <laughs> there's no denying it. But happy birthday nonetheless. Can I ask a question reg- given yes. that like you know, jeez, because you have so many then things to do in Christmas. Because you want, as well as everyone else in your life's presence, you also have your mom's birthday as well. Has your mom ever had to collect a gift a month later, uh, like mm-hmm. I did? <laughs> Like I had to collect my gift from you a month later myself from the shop that you ordered it from. Has your mom ever had to do that?
0: Not that I can recall. Oh,
2: that's... Not that you can recall. Not that I can recall. So you might have done that a year or two. You just can't remember (laughs) at the moment. Well, listen, big happy birthday to Kira's mom nonetheless. Uh, Kira's mom. I hope you don't have to go collect your own present today okay
0: Chris I hope it's
2: like at least in in your house or something or like on its way in the post or whatever dropped
0: it down last night anyway Chris let's move on if you do have to go collect your present let's not ruin a happy birthday message (laughs) thank you
2: actually speaking of high standards the standard of Irish music on this show has been incredibly high this year. It's been absolutely brilliant. So, kieran and I, of course, for the last, I'd say, nearly two years now, um, I remember we started this during the pandemic, I think, like at the very start of it, which is terrifying mm-hmm. to think that was nearly two years ago. However, we have been showcasing brilliant new Irish music in any way we can. And our track of the week, we always choose Irish music so what we're doing this weekend was we're, we're looking back at some of the mm-hmm. Irish tracks that we really enjoyed this year and this isn't to play favourites or anything this like no. the, in fairness if we played you as a track of the week it's because we thought it was brilliant because there was a lot to choose from however uh, one track that Kira and I popped into our heads this morning is Tola McKay's "I" and it's the Mr Myth remix mm-hmm. two great Irish artists so we should say a great Irish artist Tola McKay and a great Irish producer Mr Myth and they made this and it was absolutely brilliant let's enjoy it Listen
1: up Chris and Kira's Track of the Week
0: Now usually at this time of year, Chris We go through like certain lists of things that happened You know, over the course of the year But I've decided to scrap that today Because I had an epiphany last night I have many epiphanies And generally they're brilliant This one is the best, Chris
2: Okay, so yeah, generally Kira's epiphanies are like You know when you get stuck in a smoking area with someone At three in the morning at like a wedding or something That's what most of Kira's epiphanies are Mm -hmm. So I am interested Mm -hmm. to hear how profound and enlightening you think this one is going to be. But like, I'm all ears, Kira. Epiphany about what, by the way?
0: Epiphany about what I'm going to do in 2022, what I'm going to focus on and where I want my career to go.
2: Okay, let me just think. Over the last even 12 months, what has Kira focused on? Writing, but with an actual typewriter. Sea swimming. I think feeding birds was another one Mm -hmm. for a while. So you have jumped from many different hobbies, Kira. Was knitting in there for a while or something like that? Was one of those like lockdown things? Oh, no. Baking, was something in there? Painting. Painting. That was it. Yes. Mm -hmm. I knew there was something in there. Okay. But this now new one, because by the looks of things, we might have a lot of free time on our hands again in 2022 if these uh, um, reports are to be believed. I don't know. I mean, we could be going back into another few months of a lockdown. So is this something you're going to take up during what might be your next lockdown? Or is this just in general?
0: Well, I could start training for it for sure. Okay. Because did you know, Chris, that pillow fighting has become a professional combat sport?
2: Pillow fighting has become a combat sport.
0: Yes, it so has. So as in like the
2: boxing pillow- or like as in MMA, Yeah, I'm going to be able to go uh-huh. and watch a pillow fight.
0: Well, yes, actually you can because the pillow fighting championship is going to be streamed to a screen near you live from somewhere in Florida at the end of January in 2022. Hold on. Okay.
2: Is this like though, is this one of those things like No. Foxy no, no, no. boxing or nude beach volleyball what, or whatever where it's basically just like... What's
0: foxy boxing?
2: It's this kind of like as in, you know, it's, it's basically... Like the strip club version of a sport. Do you know what I mean? Like pillow fighting. So is in is it a bunch of girls in like thongs fighting each other with the pillows? Is that what this no, is? Or is this an actual academic, like proper sportsmanly pursuit that I'm gonna be watching in January?
0: It is a proper sports pursuit, okay? I see. So the Pillow Fighting League, it kind of started in Toronto back in the early noughties. It is an all-female sport, okay? And yes, it is to do with pillow fighting. Now, it's always been a combat sport. No, sorry. I'm looking
2: at the their website, because you said this. There's men as well in this one. Yeah. Like, no, this is going to be a big one on January 29th, apparently. I know, oh, that's wow. what I'm
0: trying to tell you. Oh, this. La- these
2: lads are beating the head off each other.
0: Okay. Okay. Now, All right. And maybe in fairness,
2: if you yeah. it
0: did kind of start you know when you were a kid probably beating the head off your sibling with a pillow or whatever Mm -hmm. and also lots of male directors used that scene in movies where they thought that's what teenage girls did in bedrooms when they got together at a summer party that is not the case anyway this is legitimate
2: I'm looking this looks hardcore like this looks like a cross between MMA fighting and hitting somebody with a pillow because these lads are going at it
0: it's a cross between. You have to have a background in either MMA or boxing. Yeah. Okay, so I don't have a background in either of those two things, but yeah. I'm willing to learn. Chris, can do you, you have a background MMA in? Fighting? Do
2: you have a background in pillow fighting at all?
0: Now I've got really good pillows. That's my only issue, and I would hate to ruin my pillows. But I am open to the seriousness of this. You know, the pillow is almost like an ancient weapon. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, uh,
1: yes. also
0: you get loads of frustration out. You get really, really fit, and basically, oh, and pe- like some of the pillow fighters have really cool names. Like, there's one, and she's called the Eiffel Power.
2: That's clever. So, I like, like I
0: could do a play on like my name, the Pillow then, like, King,
2: or whatever. Yeah, but I then
0: understand. B- or Pillow Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what I did there? Sure. Because the Pillow Queens.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Or, do you know what I'm trying to say? This could be really exciting.
2: No, I think you're very precious, though. And Chris. Though. Yeah.
0: Also. It's got to do with my favorite things, which is bedding.
2: That's my point. I think you're too precious. I think you'd be like, guys, did you know this is Egyptian cotton? <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to enter this because this is a duck down feathered <laughs> pillow. And I'm not sure that I want I, I want to hit my it over the head of uh, whatever her name was. Uh, uh, that, Eiffel Power. Yes, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not sure if she...
0: Oh, I might have to come up with like... A really cool, like, slang thing that then everyone starts saying. You know, like, The Rock. Can you smell what yeah. The Rock is cooked? You need the wrestling persona. Like, you yeah. would
2: need all of the excitement and everything. Like it's and pillow
0: Queen. That's it, exactly. And then I walk up, out mm-hmm. with my pillows.
2: <laughs> you'd need a <laughs> whole like, persona and an identity. You know what? That you could probably Ooh, manage. Oh, I just Chris. don't know if you're good at fighting. Oh, yes.
0: No, wait a second. I could do some luck. Are you ready to duck down? Oh, that is clever. Jesus, that's really clever. Oh, good woman. Yes. Oh, my God. See, this is my destiny. Maybe
2: pillow fighting is actually your calling. And like, I'm looking at this. At first, I thought it was just going to basically be an excuse to have like girls nude on the stage. But it actually looks like a real anyway, Kira, in fairness, of course, I think that way. That is the mechanic that has been used for pillow fighting throughout media for the last 20 years.
0: Can I just add? But anyway.
2: No, this looks serious. Kira, some of these women look rough. I don't think you'd be able for them.
0: I would be so able. Would hey, you? hey, are you ready for the duck down? <laughs> All, right, Kira, down. No, it's,
2: it's <laughs> All right, here. thank you. It was, of
0: course.
2: Wham's Last Christmas.
0: Like it was easy, and
2: that's not to take away from it, Lucy. You still got it, so well done. Hi, Lucy. Hi. How are things?
0: Lucy, you're sounding very happy today. Mm, absolutely. Oh,
1: I'm, I'm so excited to be on the radio. All <laughs> oh, right. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Well Lucy, Chris, absolutely
2: it. Lucy, where are you in the country? What's going on?
1: Um, I'm in Kinsale in Cork.
0: Oh, very nice. Oh, beautiful part of the world. And what are you up to?
1: Um, just mentally preparing myself to go into the city shopping. Oh, <laughs> I think. oh god. So have you
0: done anything or do you just have bits and pieces?
1: I just have my dad left to get. What do you get Dad, for oh, Christmas? Oh god. They're Chris so always says
0: Chris always has a bottle of whiskey. Does your socks, dad uh, drink alcohol, underwear? Lucy?
1: He doesn't really like whiskey, or like he likes a nice red wine. I might get, a- oh, <laughs> oh, there you okay. go. get him. Oh, do okay. Do you know what you do?
2: You know what I've noticed as well wine people love talking about wine. So if you go into a <laughs> wine shop and just say, now this is, this is the problem though as well, because I've done this too for my parents and I'll go in and I'll say, hey, my parents like wine, can I have some wine? But then they have all these follow-up questions like, now, do they like a Merlot? Do they like a Cap Sauvignon? Do they like a little bit of, do they like an earthy tone to it? Do they like a more fruity tone? Like what is it they're looking for from the wine? And I'm like, I don't know, give me a bottle of wine that looks nice. Yeah,
1: I, I like, I like. he likes red. Okay. Red. Okay. <laughs> no, that's not
2: enough for them, Lucy. They'll start. They'll start chewing your head off then about like what is type he... of red, what grape they like, what soil profile they like. Okay,
0: it's, Chris. It's Chris, much. you obviously had a traumatic experience. Is I he did. Into, it was awful. Kim. Is he into sport, Lucy?
1: And um, he plays a bit of tennis. Okay.
0: <gasps> okay. Okay. I just. I think I'd get on great with him. But anyway, um, you know, so there might be some sport, sporting autobiographies out there, something like. That. Sorry, I'm trying to help you here.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I might have to go with like a restaurant voucher or something somewhere. Somewhere he likes. That know. Sounds,
0: you know what that sounds really nice and it's a really good thing to do to restaurants who are in the situation yeah, right now as we head into Christmas week that's an even and better yeah. idea exactly. yeah. you're We're a lovely daughter with. Lucy
2: <laughs> you are let's hope you're an okay quiz Chris and Kira's <laughs> quiz of the week actually Lucy if you win this 100 euro just eat voucher why not just give him that that'd be perfect that's a solid it would, idea it would <laughs> save you save you going to town and everything it'd be great but listen Here's how this is going to work. Lucy, Mm -hmm. there are five questions. You need to get four out of five answers right, and you will win yourself that 100 euro worth of Just Eat credit. It is 50 euro for you and 50 euro for a friend. But listen, you could keep the whole thing, or you could give the whole thing to your dad, or you could brave town today and get some presents. Is that all you have to do, though? If you just have your dad to buy for that isn't too bad. Yes. I have everyone
1: else sorted. It's just dads are always impossible.
2: Yeah, I, I hear you. Absolutely. Men, that's just
0: impossible. We are
2: very difficult. It's, it's It has to be said. But listen, hopefully you'll do okay in this quiz. Here's your first question. From your
0: here. first okay. question. Aslan guitarist Billy McGuinness, retired jockey Nina Carberry and cyclist Nicholas Roach were all announced during the week as contestants in which show? Is it A, Dancing with the Stars? Is it B, Masterchef? Or C, The Voice?
1: Dancing with the Stars? Yes, indeed.
0: Okay. Did you see, they were all revealed this week. Chris, I was surprised that you were not in the lineup again this year.
2: I know, right? I mean, I still mm. think that if I'm going to go on there, I need to have really perfected my dance moves. That's all it gotcha. is. Gotcha. I mean?
1: Say an an again, Lucy? Ha- it's an injustice you haven't asked. I
2: know, right? It is outrageous, Lucy. Lucy. I agree. I mean, I can't believe I haven't been asked yet. What is going on there? But here's your next question. This week, Max Verstappen is spending his first week as what? Is it A, new presenter of The Late Late Show, is it B, Formula One world champion, or is it C, T-shirt? What do you think, Lucy?
1: We're a big Formula One house, so Formula One world champion. We, oh, okay. were, you
0: watching, were you disappointed for Lewis Hamilton?
1: No, we, I was actually rooting for Verstappen, so it was good. <laughs> but there if you're you a big I, Formula I, One hmm.
2: house, did you not think that like the way in which that result was arrived at was a little questionable, Lucy?
1: It was a bit... There was a lot of shouting at the TV and <laughs> okay. a lot of, like, screaming. But, sure. um, like, we were also, like, my dad loved Formula One, so he was rooting for um, Kimi Räikkönen for his last race. So. Okay, fair enough. That's what okay. we were okay. really concerned about. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. Okay, here is your next question. Rapper Megan Thee Stallion graduated this week from Texas Southern University with a degree in what? Is it A, rap? Is it B, a Bachelor of Science degree in Health Administration? Or C, economics?
1: Um, uh,
0: economics? Do you know what? I would have gone for economics too, but it's actually a Bachelor of Science Screen in Health Administration.
2: Oh. <laughs> it's okay. Mm-hmm. Lucy, you'll get She's these next two. Very versatile lady, Absolutely. Megan the Stallion. It's all right. When you get these Am next I saying two. That, and we'll I be feel like
0: I'm not saying that right. Megan the Stallion.
2: I mean, like, people's. It's spelled Megan the Stallion, but people just yeah. say Megan the Stallion. But I know what you're saying here. Mm-hmm. I prefer the kind of stylized Megan the Stallion. Like, I think it adds <laughs> to it, but, but that's just me. Okay, Lucy, here's your next question. Ruth Negga has been nominated for a Golden Globe for her performance in which film? Is it A, passing? Is it B, saving? Or is it C, tackling?
1: Um,
0: It was released on Netflix there recently. Oh, I don't know. I'll
2: give you them Um, one more time, Lucy, okay? And listen closely. Ruth Negga has been nominated for a Golden Globe for her performance in which film? Is it A, passing? Is it B, saving, or is it C, tackling? Passing. Oh, my God, yes. yes. Well, done, <laughs> well done, Lucy. Lucy. Yes, it okay, is. brilliant. Fantastic. And part.
0: also, so amazing to see Ruth Nega um, nominated because she's such an incredible actress and she's ours, which is brilliant. Anyway, okay, your final question. What unfortunate event occurred at the UEFA Champions League draw on Monday morning? Was it A, nobody turned up? <laughs> was it B, a technical <laughs> error meant it was declared null and void and had to be held again? Or C, it went on for 14 hours? Think it was null and void. It was null and void. Lucy, four out of five, that wins you the Yay! vouchers. Yay. <laughs> well done.
2: <laughs> good job, Lucy.
0: Absolutely. Um, so that was effortless. Say,
2: that was good. If mm-hmm. you can do your shopping as well, you'll be absolutely
1: fine. You
0: know? Now myself and Chris have to ask you this. If you do go into town, if you do have a busy day, what sort of takeaway will you get for yourself? Oh, I
1: think it'll have to be like a pizza party. Oh, pizza nice. party Saturday night. Well, that's a lot of
2: Is there a lot of you? Because pizza, I always think is like a food when there's volume. You know, I mean, when there's a lot of people. Is it? Is there many yeah, of you? There's,
1: you there's five of us in my family. Oh yeah. So. Okay.
2: Well, in that case, pizza's perfect, isn't you it? We need
0: more than one then pizza. we usually <laughs> order a couple. <laughs> we
1: order a couple yeah. of different ones, and everyone can take a slice from each one. See, that's how oh, to that do it. That one's
2: lovely, Lucy. That is how to do it. Well, listen. <laughs> enjoy your day of shopping. Hopefully, it won't be too and, stressful.
0: And I hope you get your dad sorted, and also have a really happy Christmas, Lucy. Thank Thank
2: you so much, you guys too. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, oh, thank Lucy. You. There we go. That's, uh, Lucy, Kira in Kinsale. Going to do some Christmas I always shopping.
0: I feel like I'm nicer to the contestants near Christmas.
2: Lucy, uh, did you hear that? <laughs> Kira's actually only nice to you because it's Christmas. I just want to... Okay, her Christmas. Uh, yeah. Usually, Kira would be quite cold and uncaring yeah. and, and almost rude to you, Lucy. So it's nice that you had the, the fortune of coming on, on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, all right.
0: I want to give a shout-out to Sheila going to Westport who, it turns out, is my first fan in my fan club uh, of my Pillow fighting career.
2: Wow, you're already developing a fan base for your fill mm-hmm. career. That's very exciting. So and this is Sheila much, from Sheila. Westport? Okay.
0: Sheila going to Westport. And also, hey, Chris and Kira, can you please give a shout-out to Bill, Evan and Felix who are heading up to Belfast for the weekend for one last bash before Christmas? Yes, Chris, Dave Fanning is up next. Hey, sorry, actually. Be- speaking
2: of texts, I'm seeing some texts here. Or one particular text I'd like to read. Remember how you were on this writing with a real typewriter vibe for a while? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Eric and Ennis says... Chris, did you ever get that letter that Kira promised you or do you have to go to the post office and collect it yourself? Uh, Well, Eric, I have not received any letter that I was supposed to get from Kira on her typewriter. And that is right. You said you you were going to send me one. You absolutely did.
0: Did I? Yes, you did. Well, I know what I'm doing for Christmas.
2: Right, so this is interesting because I know some of these terms. So as in, I know what catfishing is and I know what breadcrumbing is Mm -hmm. and And
0: gaslighting.
2: And gaslighting, that's right. And uh, Mm a That's, oh, and Love Bombing. I've heard that and one orbiting, as well. Orbiting. Orbiting, yep. yeah. And uh, zombieing. I've heard that one. Yes. And okay, Ghosting, so of course. Amazing. Ghosting is the most ghosting. kind of... We all know Ghosting. However, ghosting there are some new terms, rudest. aren't yeah. there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, this is exciting.
0: So, Chris, you've heard about Coughing Season, okay?
2: Sort of. Like, I've so- heard about it from, like... I know this is going to sound like I'm a grandfather, but I've heard about it from, like, rap music and stuff. I know that c- oh, <laughs> Coughing really? Season... Yeah, basically. So, as in... Okay, I know well, Coughing I Season's to... when, like, you're like, oh, I want a partner, so I'll just... Find the first thing that comes along, and you know, for the next few months. So, so coughing
0: season—it describes a phenomenon of wanting to couple up for the winter. Yeah, sure. So, the instinct people say is based on the fact that we evolved to stay warm as a species. Oh, so so, so we, we winter needed winter. So we needed a partner for we for, went for went winter,
2: did we? Okay.
0: Hibernation. It right, okay. makes sense. Sure. You know what I mean. So I understand that. So okay. the latest uh, dating trend that I came across, and at this stage. At this stage, I'm like, you're making it up to go with the season as well, which really annoys me. And also, this term was coined by Cosmopolitan, so it must be true, Chris, right? Yes,
2: absolutely. Hey, they keep up to date on all this stuff. I'm going to say that they're the, you know, they're the authority. What's the, sorry, what is it?
0: Snowglobing. Okay. I,
2: I, like, some of these you can kind of guess from the title, if you understand Mm -hmm. me. So, like, some of these are kind of self-explanatory, like ghosting and stuff. But snowglobing, I'm sorry, that Mm -hmm. I don't know. You're going to have to What do you think it is? Say again?
0: So what do you think it is? So just just off the box I know you don't know what this is So what do you If you think of snow globing It's Christmas time What do you think?
2: Okay so with the other ones Like ghosting for example Becoming a ghost um, I get that Like as in disappearing from their life Okay so that makes sense mm-hmm. Things like breadcrumbing, I get that from whatever it is Hansel and Gretel Or you know those other references Where you drop breadcrumbs To you know keep, Lead someone is, on So yeah. to speak And create a path So mm-hmm. that I get as well Go, snow globing, like so. What? What's with the snow globe? There's a guy inside the snow globe. You shake it. There's snow everywhere. <laughs>
0: okay. Like. What, you too?
2: what? 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 What's the metaphor or whatever? I don't get okay, it.
0: Okay. So, so snow globing. It means it typically happens when you meet somebody just before the festive season kicks off, and your date tends to include cozy Christmas markets and ice skating and the whole romance of the Christmas period. The, you know the Christmas party and any New Year celebration. Now, obviously, we're taking into account the pandemic as well for Christmas parties and dating isn't the same. You know what I mean? As as it usually is. Whatever.
2: Christmas is a very romantic time, though. I see mm-hmm. what they so mean. It's, it's like, like it's quaint and it's it's, it's a somebody, lot of nice winter scenes and everything. Yeah. Okay. This
0: is it, and you cozy up by the fire with the warm cup of eggnog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean,
2: yeah. I've sure. Never had
0: eggnog. Have you had eggnog? Is eggnog
2: eggnog's alcoholic, isn't it? I have it's, no idea. I think it is. I might have had it once, but I'm not
0: sure. So, yeah. the problem is, with the magic of Christmas during the early stages of a relationship, it can trick people into thinking that it's much more serious than it is. Yeah, yeah. So then when everybody goes back to work and everyday life resumes, suddenly the relationship, which looked like it was heading for something <laughs> serious... <laughs> It disappears And it turns out Chris You've been snow globed
2: It's like hey wait a second I just like going to Christmas markets I don't actually like that person at all (laughs) What do
0: you (laughs) mean If you you think about it If you look in a snow globe It is magical The snow is falling Like snow globes are kind of romantic You know in a sense But if you think about it You're trapped in this perfect little bubble And then when everything goes back to normal You're like oh wait a second No I'm not in love with that person It's artificial
2: and it's Yeah okay sure Hey we said this show today Was going to be festive and fun And Christmassy Kira What are you doing?
0: I just uh, want to warn all the gals out there.
2: <laughs> right, gals, absolutely, yeah. If you're going, like, doing all these Christmas stuff, like having eggnog and a Yuletide no, time, maybe you're... Saying,
0: just remember that January's going to be really depressing with nothing to do, okay? So save maybe some of that Christmas magic dates and save them for January. That's all I'm going to yeah, say. Yeah, it
2: looks like this January could be particularly depressing as well by I how know. things are going. So we might... Uh, you're dead right, okay. So snow globing is the term we should all... snow
0: so globing. Ah, yes. I see,
2: all right. Kira, thank you as always. For Thank you for keeping me up to date on these terms, on these trends.
0: I I really wish cousin Paulton would stop coming up with new terms and trends. By the way, but I mean, they keep going.
2: Yeah, enough. Like there's there's hundreds of these words now. Kira and I find it difficult enough as it is to try and keep up with these. You know, Hundred cosmopolitan- different words
0: to say he's just not that into you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Do you know what I
2: mean? Absolutely. So- <laughs> Eggnog, Kira, is milk, cream, sugar, whipped egg whites, and then you pour in whatever alcohol you want, basically. Okay.
0: God, is, it sounds horrendous.
2: Yeah, it sounds terrible. It sounds like something I would have made when I was like fourteen. When we were trying to you know when you're trying to drink initially, but like it's difficult because you're like, oh, alcohol tastes weird. This seems like something we would have made then. But anyway, apparently, there you go. That is what eggnog is the proud tradition of eggnog. Which seems to be more a US Thank thing. You. Yeah, just wanted to inform you. <laughs> All right. For our track of the week, Kira and I we've always tried to champion and showcase new Irish music. We've always wanted to make noise about it. And it has been an incredible year to be able to do so. There has been such an absolute wealth of brilliant Irish music. And if you were a track of the week at all at any point uh, Mm. over the last year, it's because, I mean, you you were just brilliant. And and we 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 would play every... Piece of music we got if we, we would. could, we and we're really not would. saying
0: this lightly. And obviously, much solidarity to all of the Irish musicians out there that are going through a really tough time for the last two years. And I'm not, I'm not even going to say just now. I know I'm talking two about years. Over the we're talking of yeah. two years. But there's one thing, and I know it's easier for me to say. To take out of this one good positive thing to take out of this situation is the calibre of Irish music being released, and that has been released in the past two years is astounding.
2: Yeah, so what we're doing this weekend is because um, obviously over throughout the year we've been playing Tracks of the Week, we're just playing some of our favourite Tracks of the Week. Mm. And they're all our favourites, by the way. They're like our children. Do you know what I mean? All our Tracks of the Week. We couldn't choose just one and say they're all brilliant, but look, we're just throwing on a few over these shows to end the year and everything. And Sole Queenish really Aww. stood out for both of us as well. It, it was really a great It really did.
0: Track. And yeah. I always say that um, I know that a track has kind of made me stand up and pay attention when we play it on the radio show and I zone out and I feel like I'm not doing a radio show. And that, to me, is a sign of a really good track that it can take me away from my, my current situation.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, what current situation? Is, doing, is, is being in the room with me that bad, Kira? Jeez, you have yes. this zone...
0: Chris and Kira's
2: track of the week. Usually at the end of the show you might hear Kira and I saying, and a huge thanks to producer Jonathan and to broadcast coordinator Adam. Now let's lift the let's lift the curtain here a little bit, Kira. Broadcast Coordinator Adam is more or less the reason the show stays running at all. He is exactly. the backbone of this entire mess of an operation, and he does an incredible and quite frankly thankless job. So it's nice to actually have him in the studio and acknowledge him. Hello, broadcast coordinator Adam, happy Christmas and all that.
0: Oh hi, happy Christmas and all <laughs> no, that. that was very kind Adam it's lovely to have you on and myself and Chris what we wanted to do because this is our final show of the year and we wanted to talk about Irish musicians and Irish music and obviously they're in a very difficult difficult position um, at the minute as this whole thing continues Um, and we wanted to talk about CMAT because out of all of this absolute mess has come the fact that there has been some amazing Irish music released this year I mean three of us can all agree on that right unbelievable
2: oh absolutely like it's actually been great to have to sift through so much good music to choose our tracks of the week every week Uh, the standard of Irish music really is huge and CMAT has been one of the kind of standout stars of Irish music I think this year
0: Yes, and I wanted to say it was Adam that brought her to my attention first. So Adam, you're a fan of CMAT.
2: Absolutely, in love with CMAT. It's almost, you're talking about it as COVID, it's almost like CMAT has like um, given me all of the music of it because her first release came just as things were kind of kicking off. Mm -hmm. Um, So she's really just timelined it, uh, which is kind of sad. So you can catalogue where we were in COVID by what release CMAT has had. Absolutely. They run in levels, level of CMAT. You're genuinely a massive CMAT fan, aren't you? Okay, well, we used our considerable pull on this radio show and we wanted to... Hello,
1: Adam. We wanted
2: to play something for you. Uh, So this may be CMAT, and this isn't the usual nonsense we do where, like, it's a fake person of it. This is actually CMAT. So let's have a listen. Hold on. This is
1: CMAT. CMAT. Also known as your favourite pop star, I believe. First of all, let me congratulate you on having such excellent taste in pop stars. You're dead right. Second of all, Chris and Kira reached out to me to send you a little voice message. Not only because I am the most famous person on the planet, but also because secretly on the down low, they want you to know that you are the best thing about their radio show.
2: Okay, hold on. Let's not go mad here now. Like, no, I didn't say that. I I just said that like he deserves a bit of credit. He He was the best thing about the radio show. (laughs) See Matt ad-libbing here.
1: And that they don't tell you enough. But they really, really, really appreciate all of the hard work you do. All right. And That's underneath true. it all, they are in love with you. <laughs> deeply, deeply in love with you. They've been hiding it for all these years. But yeah. There you go. It's love, baby.
2: It's love. That you. is true, Adam. Yeah.
1: Season. Uh, Happy Christmas, Adam. Happy Christmas, Chris and Gera. And I hope you all have a good one. And yeah, come to the next C Macho. We'll have drinks. It'll be a good time. God bless you, Nulukunna, Yves Galair. And yeah, nice one. Bye. So
2: that's actually why you're here, Adam, because we wanted to give you some mm. praise for once wouldn't usually do that. But the people. most incredibly so, sweet thing.
0: <laughs> I, I actually kind of feel like crying. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> I know. Would you so two start crying? Like, that would
2: be great radio. It is when everyone gets really emotional. It's like, you know, when they do the emotional bit on pop stars or uh, whatever. Yeah, start crying. Can I just
0: out. say, I, d- I do want to say a massive shout out to c because she was actually in New York uh, recording a new album and she was jet lagged and she still went out of her way to send that message. So big massive shout out to c And we're all huge fans. But there you go, Adam. Happy Christmas. I'm totally starstruck. I'm, I'm trying to like I'm thinking of oh I should say thank you I've nothing to say she said no look hona to me <laughs> I know right she uh, she really
2: hit every base she said you were great she said she loves you I mean Adam, what more could you have wanted but
0: now Adam yes. does this mean that we don't have to buy you a Christmas present to be honest no I really I I, I appreciate you
2: guys conveying your f- real feelings through a pop star more than any material good could ever suffice I mean is that it's not a very, huge gesture it's very
0: me and Chris it's very being Chris this <laughs> is someone like, else to
2: tell him we love him you know the way that guy built the Taj Mahal for his wife because he was like I I mean that's kind of what this is like Adam do you know what I mean uh, this is my Taj Mahal yeah it is exactly but uh, we wanted to do something else as well because you know Akira when you and I were hatching this it got me thinking and it got me kind of ruminating on the fact that I should probably do something similar for you if you understand me so I took the inspiration I took the inspiration and I used some of the the pull we might have through some of the contacts we would have and I finally Got you, hey Kira, hey Kira. I know there's been lots of mystery about whether or not or whatever really sends you a voice note, but it's finally here. This is me, Roger Federer, the tennis player. I think you are a really cool girl, and I just want to say happy Christmas and thank you and God bless from Switzerland. That accent got really bad at the end. I thought we almost had it nailed. So anyway, Kira, that's no, wait, Roger Federer.
0: No, 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 wait a second. That wasn't him, was it? It wasn't him. It was. It was I, Roger
2: I, I, Federer. I am so stupid. It was Roger Federer. I, We're so excited to have gotten his oh voice note. Two big superstars. We've C Matt for Adam and Roger Federer for you, Kira.
0: That actually, I, actually I,
2: wasn't as bad as the other one he did when he was on earlier in the year. That was actually better. That was he's been practicing, obviously.
0: It, do you know what? For a split second there, I actually did believe it. But anyway, Chris, I was—I was so stupid to even for a second go, oh my god! And it was the bit where he said, "God bless."
2: <laughs> I know that was terrible. It's like, what is he doing? He was nearly hitting it up until there. But anyway. Uh-
0: <laughs> anyway, Adam, I hope that you enjoyed your special message from CMAT. And it was actually CMAT, by the way. Oh, yeah, well, that wasn't
2: it. the usual nonsense we do. But anyway, uh, that was actually just Kira doing a CMAT impression. <laughs> All right. Anyway, listen, look, on the way for you, Monjola, The weekend, let's have some of the uh, global superstar and Adam Hogan fan that is CMAT. Let's do this. And of course, the answer. Baby,
1: if you got to
2: yeah, it was indeed, Sophie. Thanks. You're even yeah. doing my bit where I'm saying what the track is. Oh, you are gonna be a fantastic contestant, Sophie. I have full confidence in you. Where are you in the world? What's going on?
1: Um, so I'm on the way back from Leash and go to Cork. And we're stuck in Cashel at McDonald's.
2: Oh right, very nice. Oh, so you're from Cork yes. and you were in Leash for the weekend or something oh. on your way home now?
1: Um opposite. Yeah, I'm in college in Cork. So oh, in right. college, for example. I see, okay. Um, and yeah. a little bird told me that it was your
0: birthday yesterday.
1: It was, yeah
0: so belated happy birthday <laughs> 21 wow and is that why you're in leash were you celebrating your birthday it was
1: i went home
2: to my family freely. oh very nice very yeah. nice.
1: Oh, lovely
2: and you have an exam tomorrow you say
1: i do what's yeah. the exam in it is in irish
2: irish okay so you're yeah, doing irish as part of college or something is it
1: i am yeah Irish okay. music.
2: what do you mean here we go chris kira Sorry, what is no, that supposed just- to mean
0: Sorry, Sophie. Chris just speaks Irish so beautifully, but like just likes to throw it in every now and again. Just like the fact that he can speak Spanish. So mm-hmm. sorry. I didn't mean to. Apologize. I mean, like, that I didn't throw like either of them in course, there. You know, Bikart
2: the the is Sophie just a shy unit of Trihuelga Wan. I guess lead by Kieran Anain with the unit of Kiddy Capital of Sophie. Yeah, I Okay, so Shin Thomas can the end of Tom Haynes <laughs> to Haynes Congwelga Lawrence Thommer fad August newbie Kieran on in with the a yen live newbie by Shinonain with the raw Agus by by Time and Haynes Haynes to Haynes to Lawrence Chongweilga if that's queenly okay? Yeah,
1: very <fair> fat, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Great. Here, we've just decided that okay, cool, the quiz guys. is going to be in Irish now today <laughs>
1: okay
2: me okay. and sophie mm-hmm. we're just doing the quiz in irish and that's what's happening <laughs> Chris all right.
1: and Kira's quiz of the week
2: i would actually you know what under eu law i would like these questions all translated into irish before we start okay. the segment that is my right that is my character <laughs> i would like that please oh, okay. but Look, Um, let's explain to everybody how this works anyway. Sophie's on to play our quiz of the week. There's five questions here. If Sophie gets four out of five questions right, she will win herself 100 euro worth of Just Eat credit. However, it's all to play for, and there is pressure, because this is the last quiz of the year, Sophie, so come on, Mm. we have to
0: do this. Okay, here we go. Your, Your first question, Sophie. Our only us Canada, uh, Michael Bublé. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Kira. That was
2: some on-the-fly translation. I like it. Very good.
0: A Canadian crooner Michael Bublé teamed up with his childhood hero for a Christmas duet. Who is his childhood hero? Is it A, Clint Eastwood? Is it B, Bob Geldof? Or is it C, Kermit the Frog? <laughs> That's Bob tough. Geldof? Kermit the, fro- Kermit the Frog? K- Kermit the Frog is correct. Kermit the Frog. Yeah, Kermit the Frog. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that it's is a very tough. Michael Bublé thing to do. Uh, of course Michael Bublé was going to team up with Kermit the Frog. For a Christmas duet. Do was you know he? I mean?
2: Was that the given? Yeah. Did we all know that was going to happen? Well, I, that we, was no, tough. We all
0: know the joke that like, you know, when Christmas is coming, you open up the cupboards and out jumps Michael Bublé. He's like, I'm back. You Fair know, enough. so yeah, he's, he's, he's you not. Know, so, yes, it's a very Michael Bublé thing. To and who Christ. better
2: to do it with than Kermit? You're right. Absolutely. Exactly. All right. Well, well listen, here is your next question, Sophie. You're doing very well so far. Um, we're off to a good start. Was that a guess, by the way? Because I had no idea about that.
1: It was a guess, completely. Yeah, yeah, fair enough.
2: All right. Well, here, this one, you probably get. not
0: about you guys, but it's number one on my Spotify list. Is it
2: Michael Bublé and Kermit the Frog's Christmas song? Yes, right.
0: I've been playing it non-stop. Anyway.
2: There were calls this week for a must-win lotto jackpot. When was the last time the Irish lotto jackpot was won? Is it A, April 12th, 1997? Is it B, June 6th, 2021? Or is it C, January 24th, 1912? What do you think?
1: Um, I'm going to go with B.
2: Yeah, it is indeed. It is hasn't B- been once since Jesus. June the 6th.
0: Sixth. Jesus. 6th, sixth, 2001. Okay, here we go. Next question. After a weekend that he'd probably rather forget last week, things looked up for former World Formula One champion Lewis Hamilton. What made him happy this week? A, he received a knighthood and is now Sir Lewis Hamilton. B, he finally got that squeaky noise in his tumble dryer sorted. Or C, he had a nice lasagna on Thursday evening. <laughs>
1: I'm going to have to go with
0: A for that one. <laughs> he did indeed. He received a knighthood and is now Sir Lewis Hamilton. So there you go.
2: Okay, you're doing well here. Are we three out of three. We are okay. Here's mm-hmm. your next question. Now we're not going to give any spoilers here either, but let's just say a certain exercise bike manufacturer featured heavily in the Sex and the City sequel and just like that, what was its name? Is it A? Whoever whispered there, thank you. It is Peloton. Very good job. <laughs> Sorry, Very. Me. Oh, whoever it was. Uh, well, Oh, that was you, Zovi. <laughs> All right, okay. Well, it, good job. It was Peloton. Kawasaki, Peloton, or Ferrari? Sophie says Peloton before we even have to give her the answers. That is Boom. indeed the correct Boom. answer. Well done, Sophie.
0: Okay, here is your final question, Sophie. <laughs> hold on,
2: there's definitely someone else there. I'm sorry now. That was me. No, it wasn't. I can hear a lot of noise here, Kira. Not that there's any problem with getting some help, Sophie. That's absolutely fine. Wouldn't judge you for it. <laughs>
0: She's not giving anything away, Chris. A
2: bit of moral support. Yeah, it's absolutely
0: fine. Well... Congrats to your moral support. Here's your final question. What did Bruce Springsteen sell this week for 500 million? A. His entire music catalogue and music publishing rights. B. His house. Or C. His Christmas bauble collection. Um, Is it A? It is indeed. Why would he do that?
2: For 500 million?
0: Well, I mean, there's that, I guess. I would
2: imagine that could be what? part of the reason, Kira.
0: You're basically selling all your creativity. You're basically selling your whole career.
2: If Why anyone wants you? to buy the back catalogue of this radio show for 500 million, I'm there, Kira. I won't have any yeah, well, qualms whatsoever.
0: Actually, what am I saying? Yeah. You're totally right. Today. Come on. Sophie, congratulations. You got five out of five.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> so, so, the very important question that we have to ask you is now you've got the Just Eat vouchers. What sort of takeaway food are you going to get? Um, I think we'd have
2: to go for Chinese. Oh yeah, can't go wrong. Nice, absolutely. yeah, nice, 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 absolutely. Do you have any go-to dish we- now with the Chinese?
1: Um, I love a spice bag.
2: Oh yes, Listen,
1: <laughs> <cannot> <laughs> I can eat them. yeah, can't go wrong.
0: Absolutely, cannot go wrong. Um, Sophie, when are your exams over? And um, tomorrow is my last day. Tomorrow's your last day. Well, best of luck with them, and have a really nice Christmas. Is this
2: like an internet exam, know. or do you have to actually go in and write stuff like in a proper exam hall and everything? Uh, no, it's online Oh, nice Oh, yeah. brilliant Oh, brilliant Okay, very good How long is it? Like an hour or something Or two hours? I don't know half. Uh, ah, yeah. listen You'll be fine That's yeah. all good And then you're done for the Christmas?
1: That's it Yeah, Beautiful. finished then
2: Beautiful Alright, listen Best of luck, Sophie And thanks for so coming real. on
1: Thank you so much There we Thank go
2: you. Kira. that's Sophie and someone else in the car who did very well in fairness. The pair of Her them did very of well course. in the Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> of boy. Yeah. Well, I mean, incredible podcast material you know, as always. It's, what it's more so do you funny. want?
0: Adam has been texting me and he's like, I am literally still starstruck. And he's like, that's the kindest thing that anyone has ever done for me. And then, of course, Chris is like, oh, yeah, absolute nerd. And I'm like, Chris, be nice. He's being sweet.
2: Oh, he's been texting you, yeah, has he? What, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what's nice.
0: Wrong, what's wrong with you? Oh, that's nice. I'm not getting any.
2: I'm not getting any effusive I thanks I from Adam. Almost am I not? I
0: feel like it's like a defense mechanism with you. That like you. I'm know, not getting any do- thank
2: you text messages from him. It's not a defense mechanism. You're the ones getting thank yous from him. Well, I mean, I did. What a bastard! But anyway, I would like to finish this podcast by saying, <laughs> I hate broadcast coordinator Adam,
0: <laughs> cool,
2: <laughs> and that. I always have. And there we go, Kira wanted that out there before the end of the year. That is a
0: lovely way to end (laughs) this festive podcast Chris, but anyway, no seriously myself and Chris would like to say a big massive thank you to everyone that's listened to us throughout the year hope you have a really happy Christmas and if you miss myself and Chris obviously you can listen to our podcast which you're listening to now or you can find us on Instagram my Instagram is Kira King Chris's is I hate Chris Green no it's hate uh, Chris
2: Green nice oh, plug though hate? by the way Sorry. no as in good idea to plug us that's a good idea Yeah.
0: and also on Twitter <laughs> get I some free Ki- advertising exactly because <laughs> we don't get it anywhere else Chris uh, my Twitter is at I am Keira King and Chris's Twitter is at hate Chris Green so pop along and say hello Hello.
2: Yeah. And Kira. by the way, genuinely, like, happy Christmas and all that.
0: And genuinely happy Christmas to you too. I'm exhausted. Yeah.
2: All right. Cool. It's enough I of that. I am so enough exhausted, Chris, yeah.
0: I cannot wait for Christmas. Yeah. And I'm just going to stay in my pajamas mm-hmm. all the time. I'm just going to read a load of books. I'm going to watch Henry Cavill and The Witcher on Netflix.
2: Oh. Would I like The Witcher, by the way?
0: Um, yeah. Oh, God, I don't think so.
2: All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, it looks cool, like. But, witches and oh no yeah see that's the thing but it looks kind magic. of I don't know yeah all right no yeah, you're right all right' <laughs> it was a stupid question well enjoy enjoy your Christmas doing that here
0: Thank you uh-uh. Chris and Kira
1: weekends from 11 I got to-